0: ten nine eight seven six five four three two
1: and we are live welcome everybody back to talking gaming and tech we here once again talking obviously gaming, technology, pop culture, what's going on in the movies, what's going on in your favorite TV show, what the hell are we watching, what are we playing, all that fun stuff, you know, but we're going to get into stories of the upcoming, obviously, we have a Final Fantasy story about Final Fantasy 7 Remake, their choices to change things, whatnot, we'll get into that, there's Microsoft announces the new monitors designed for Xbox Series X and S consoles, which is, I don't know how you design it, but we'll get into that, that's <laughs> Nope. x cloud upgrade is alive series x power on your browser for over 260 games agent 64 aims to be the new goldeneye with that and 64 arcade one-ups new digital board game table is actually quite quite interesting we'll get into that very soon but first what the hell has there been going on what what has everybody been doing
2: huh <sighs>
1: Oh, that sounds horrible.
2: Me and Bazinga <laughs> were fighting in front of house. Yeah. For the last 3 days. Inside joke. We were playing the Rock Blade Point for like I'd say 3 days straight roughly.
3: Mm. Yeah. 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 No, We got I, we got to win. I was happy. Right? We got to win, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. Right. I I don't know if I'd say we, but we got to win. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think I had two kills that match.
2: No, we got to win. It was pretty good. The, I like the hiding in the
3: trees. It's kind of
2: neat. You can do. You can climb anything. Yeah. The game's actually extremely good. It's just got a couple of balance issues. Um, biggest issue would be also would be like the what do you call it? Um, champion pool isn't quite big enough for that kind of release. There's only like eight champions right now, so hopefully they'll get a little bit better on that front.
3: I think they uh, need to do something about the inventory system.
2: I don't know. It's a little confusing. Once you get used to it, it's actually not that bad. Basically, Basically, my new strategy has been to always try to hit the dealer early and buy expansions to my item slots and my weapon slots. And not worry about buying anything else because you get all the other stuff all the time.
1: Yeah. Did you did you even read the thing about when they closed the beta?
2: No, what happened?
1: Well, they said we have found. They said we. They thank obviously thank everybody for joining in. Uh, and they said they have found a number of problems along with a number of balance issues that they uh, plan to drastically change. Uh, Hopefully, they said hopefully by the next uh, uh free beta demo thing. Um, well, the release yeah,
2: that... date is in a month, or not even a month. Yeah. And um, they uh, they were already planning on killing the ba- the demo two days ago, but they extended it one extra day.
1: No, but the point in their statement though is that they said they did distinctly find like distinct huge yeah. problems.
2: They, well, I I wouldn't know. I wouldn't say they're huge. They're ju- they're issues, but they're. They're kind of issues that are in every game. You know what I mean? Like, if you play Apex, if all three people bum-rush one person, the chance of that one person surviving that fight for more than a second is non-existent. It's the same thing, like, if you coordinate your shots in Call of Duty. In this, if three people rush one person, you're going down. You're not getting the fuck away, no matter how hard you try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, these
1: are... That's not a balance issue.
2: Yeah, but that's the main thing people will complain about—that and the um, grappling hook. So if they think they can fix that, they're gonna to have to come up with a creative way.
1: Well, I think I didn't look at all the l- like that. look at all the statements, but when I was playing it, I would say they do need to take away the grappling hook, hitting it, hitting people with the grappling hook, because that's a little broken.
2: I thought you said you didn't play it.
1: I did play it for a short bit. Um hitting people with a grappling look is a little broken because you shouldn't be able to grappling somebody's and then fucking kick it the shit out of Matthew to grapple. Them.
2: There's no problem with actually grappling someone. It's the, the fact that it stops your movement and stuns you for like a quarter of a second. That's yeah. the issue. Like when you grapple me, I should be able to use the dodge button to break the grapple so you fly by and miss me. Mm. That would be an effective way to do that. Um, I was having a few issues be- with
3: changing weapons. Like I'd be like, shooting and then I want to switch to the you know my weapon and it wouldn't switch. You have to hold the button. It's no, a sc- it's a scroll you can, wheel. <laughs>
2: you can scroll. You can scroll.
3: And it just it wouldn't you can scroll it wouldn't but scroll.
2: sometimes it wouldn't work. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the scroll wheel barely worked for me so instead I found holding the button number for the one I want worked faster. Yeah, you shouldn't have to do that though. That's a basic thing in
3: most games <laughs> switch weapons with the scroll. Um
2: Yeah, I think that was probably more of a bug than anything but yeah. Overall, the gameplay itself is fun, especially when you get into a big one. Like, you get into a prolonged fight with four or five people fighting, and you're, you're backing out the heel and shit. When that starts going, it gets real fun when you're in a huge melee. Um, other than that, maybe some balance on a couple of uh characters, like the ninja chick with, with the, the blindfold. Mm-hmm. Although it takes like a second for it to activate when she hits you with your stu- her stun, you're stunned for about 15, 20 seconds. And that's plenty of time for someone to kill you. They could literally kill you in four swings and move on to the next target. So getting stunned by her is almost a guaranteed kill unless someone's over there to back you up.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Other than that, you know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I have a pro. Like, I think it's neat, but I don't think, I don't know. Hero shooters and battle royales don't exactly mix that well. I don't think it works in Apex and I don't think it works in this.
2: No, it it works extremely well in this. this, this I this think it would be better if you had
1: plain done. plain characters and you get you got abilities on the battlefield.
2: Yeah, but like that I way it's a
1: fair equivalent of what you're no, getting.
2: No, I tried every character. The only one that has a broken issue when it comes to skills is the stun. Every other character seems to be pretty in line with the exception of the guy who's kind of weak, which is the one that's really slow and has a hard time, like, hitting people. He turns into this, like, big giant dude, and he's really goddamn slow. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have much of any issue with balance when it comes to, like, those characters. No, I know. No, I, so.
1: yeah. If, I guess from one aspect you can say it's not balance, Like, But, I, like, for instance, Apex, I think there is some severe balance issues. Especially if like opposites get paired against each other that are within teams, I don't think it it doesn't work. Um, in Apex at all. As much as anybody wants to say it does, it doesn't work. Um and it should be abilities you grab as you go.
2: The the thing with Apex is it's perfectly balanced if you stick with the like the five main champions. And that, that that's I know that's stupid, but like realistically if you have someone on your team who plays a drop character so someone who has like lifeline or lobo loba and then someone on your team with a uh, a radar ability and someone on your team with an offensive ability you'll be perfectly fine so it's not that the characters individually are imbalanced it's just the roles are
1: well no but like putting them in the same game in a battle royale situation is imbalanced to begin with no matter what the character's abilities are
2: it doesn't have any effect what are you talking about Dude, I Um, play the game every day, dude. The only balance issue in that game is the fact that you want to go in with one of each of the main roles, and you'll be fine. But the, the champions across the board are pretty well balanced in Apex. I play this game every day, dude. I have fucking 400 hours in it now. Like my, my complaints about that game have nothing to do with balance. When it comes I don't know. To you're
1: characters. not gonna you're not gonna convince me a battle royale with people with heroes is balanced because it's not. Yeah, well, really you
2: not. don't play it, dude, so I don't have to convince you. Because mm-hmm. until you play it, your opinion is wrong. You have well, to put enough hours into it to have a valid opinion before you can tell me. Well, well, that I well can't just
1: you. well, just from like for instance, like Bloodhound, how he can like obviously pick apart where you are.
2: But that's why I said roll. I said the balance issue.
1: Well, in the, in yeah, but i'm itself, I, I'm, not in, look, in, I'm not looking. I'm not looking at it from the way you're looking at it, though. Either I'm looking at because I like playing these games solo more. Oh, I'm than anything.
2: The oh. Bloodhound is useless solo because he has to know exactly where you are when he casts that ability because it shoots out in a cone. Yeah. So if your teammates are not coordinating as to where you need to to hit that thing, you. are just shitting into the breeze and hoping that something sticks. Hmm. So it, it, his ability is almost useless in a solo camp situation, unless you know where the target is the entire time you use it.
1: I know. To me, it's completely unbalanced. Like if he grabbed that ability on the field, that'd be one thing. I wouldn't care. But you're starting with it. That's yeah, well, even more unbalanced. Like said, that's, even even more, of- that's even more. That's even more unbalanced than Call of Duty, which is pretty bad. <laughs> that's.
2: Again, it's the heroes are not the balance problem in, in Apex. It's the weapons. It's the having purple armor against someone who has white armor. They have no chance of winning.
1: Well, no, you, I, I no think you're missing my point. My point is, is that no matter what the game is, having hero abilities from the start is a, is imbalance. Um, they should be plain characters, and you have to get a hero ability. And once you get it on the field by surviving through the field and getting it, then that's fine, because you got it, you survived, and you got an ability. No, I just like you got just like saying. you got just like you got a weapon.
2: I, I dude, I know what you're saying. I'm just telling you that your opinion is invalid if you've barely played enough of the game to have that opinion. Like that's like complaining about PUBG difficulty when you've never played PUBG. Like you have not put enough time in Apex to complain about the balance of the system. I have played it enough to know that the balance is not nearly as bad as you're making it out to be. It gets annoying certain things from time to time, but every game has that issue. I mean, League of Legends is the same fucking way. But even PUBG was like that. Like, we play fucking PUBG, and there were certain weapons you wanted at all times, always. Because it was just the best weapon on the map.
1: No, but you had yeah. to actually go get them, though. You yeah, didn't but they were easy a- to find. Like, it wasn't hard...
2: That. It was never hard to find the freaking M16 auto on that fucking map. It was yeah. never hard to find one of them. So it, like, it complaining about the balance of a game that you don't play a lot?
1: I've no. put a ton above what do you call it before? I did put a shit ton of hours in Apex. And that was the one problem I had with it, is that you start with all these abilities. You shouldn't start with any of them. So. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> That's my stance on that. Battle royales don't need heroes. Period.
2: Well, anyway, um, for the people who <laughs> actually are not pigheaded headed about shit, um Naraka is an excellent game, and as soon as it comes out, me and Bazinga will probably be playing it more. Whiny bitch tits over here won't. But then again, I didn't think he could keep up with me anyway. <laughs> I've gotta dude, I gotta diss him, man, if he's not gonna play a kung fu. Martial arts, fucking fighting, our, uh, battle royal game, which yeah. you know is right up his goddamn alley, and he's gonna pretend to be like the contrarian who won't play no, it man. because he thinks it's unbalanced. It's, it's,
3: it's, it's not my game. It doesn't work. It doesn't
2: work. Yeah, oh, it's no, the no. that that is literally I, I Nate's more, kind of game. I need
3: more and
2: uh, I just I can't. <laughs> What did I say to you last night when we started playing it? I was like, "Dude, Nate's gonna love this game. It's right up his alley." And it, it's literally it, up- is it that what the
3: movie was about, like battle royale, like that kind of fighting?
1: No, no, no. that was high like, school kids
2: Crouch, like Dragon like that shit. Well, not like, dragons. dude, it's and no. tiger, tiger, Hidden Dragon, the yeah, battle royale. There you go. Well, and yeah, trust yeah, yeah. me, that's right up his alley, and he's just going <laughs> yeah. to do the thing he does because we told him it was really cool. So he's going to pretend it's not. And he's not gonna play. Nate, it with
3: me. this game really sucks. It's terrible. Like,
2: it's, it's it's. We had an old friend once who used to tell awesome. me that's awful. When dealing with Nate, never tell him something's awesome ahead of time because he'll always he'll always disagree with you on it. And I didn't believe him. Now I think I do. <laughs> anyway, it's it's
3: as it's, it's, it's as good as the new Star Wars movies. It's it's terrible, yeah.
2: dude. It's it's <laughs> excellent. I hope the balance issues are fixed. Like. Like I said, it's it. The balances are not in the characters. It's in the items, like stacking fifty freaking grappling hooks so that you can stick the people permanently. It's into that shit. But once they get past that, it won't be a problem.
3: So Zinga, that's what we've been up to. That's what we've been up to. That's all I've been doing. That's all you've been doing. That and work. Oh, yeah, that um, yeah, no, nothing.
2: <laughs> watering my new oh. lawn.
3: That's that's what I've been doing. Water your new lawn.
2: Dude, peeing on the lawn doesn't count as watering it, man.
3: Well, it's <laughs> funny when I moved in here, the, some of the rules are, you know, don't don't use don't water your lawn. Don't only do it like, at nighttime and stuff like that. But because they put the soda in, they're like, just flood it. <laughs> I'm like, uh okay. Because if you go over like so many thousands of gallons, they're gonna start tra- they'll start charging you a fee. I'll never go over those thousands of gallons on a normal basis. What you but.
2: do, just move into a liberal neighborhood.
3: <laughs> it's I have a it's a lot fee. i
2: will just goofing around because like I saw a thing the other day on one on a Crowder video that apparently there's a bill go going into like the house in a couple of weeks. So that they can declare um, Environmental lockdowns on people oh, To force the reduction Of like use of energy and shit And I'm like In California the they people? don't even let
3: you catch rain water Which yelled- is retarded
2: Because if the water's not landing near a reservoir They're not getting that water if it's pouring in your backyard yeah. It's getting soaked up by your damn lawn So there's no reason why you can't rain wa- Catch the damn water And
3: either way it's still gonna be res- Water goes It's like a you know, goes around and around. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. yeah. It, it, It's just anybody, any control they can get from you in California.
1: So, obviously, I'm still playing Guilty Gear Strife. Uh, one thing remarkable thing about Oh man, out. if
2: only characters in Strive had to pick up their abilities because then you could have oh, fair balance. Oh, like, this oh, is no balance at all in fighting game. Oh, oh, when no. Each character has its own starting abilities at the start of a fight. That's How a... do you know it's fully balanced? I mean, because some of it's the the a fighting game, be not a battle
1: else. royale.
2: Anyway. It's still, oh. a fight. it's still a fighting game from the minute the fight begins. It could be unbalanced. You know, your boy Chef, or whatever the hell his name is, could have an unfair advantage at all times because his abilities might be better than everyone else.
1: Um, so I mean, Eddie
2: Gordo, for example.
1: Yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> so, the one thing that's remarkable though, Strife is the completely crushed the Steam numbers for any fighting game that's ever been on Steam. But
2: which is those people that love balance. Which
1: is crazy. I was like, holy shit. Um, and it really is. It feels like, uh, like it, it re- almost feels like the first time I ever played Guilty Gear, because it's just like it's such a refreshed, like version of the game um they really did rework so many things so i'm obviously just a great game in general um and i'm gonna get into some other things i've been checking out on the second half of the podcast so stay tuned for that uh and whatnot because other than that that's mostly what i've been playing so let's get into the first topic here so Arcade One-Ups' new digital board game table will be available for pre-order in July. So, last October, I think we I think we did cover this. Um, Arcade One-Ups, known as, known as Official Licensed Arcade Cabinets, launched a widely successful Kickstarter. Very well. Yeah, this thing was, like, super successful. I'm vaguely remembering your cycle. I'm trying to think. Um, so, the game table, which lets you play digital versions of many tabletop games like Checkers, Chess, Monopoly, Scrabble, uh on huge huge giant touchscreen so a giant tablet is a table pretty much um obviously if you miss the kickstarter you'll soon be able to guess be able to buy this uh, at best buy starting on july 17th exclusively at best buy i guess uh arcade one up says that the infinite game table will offer more than 40 games for free at launch and you can download them by connecting obviously your tablet to the internet and then more board games, you can download also other puzzles, apps, coloring books, apps, the Sudoku app, and word search app. And yeah, basically any pretty much tablet app. Um, in general, though, this is actually fairly cool, though. The fact that this is actually launching now to the public, I was exclusive to Best Buy first. Um, and an actual table, or you can put it on a table, you can probably turn it into a table, do whatever you want. Uh, and have on yeah, board game there. Well, yeah. Eight hundred dollars.
2: Yeah, but it's unlimited. At least that's what they claim.
1: Well, okay. So the the difference is is the entertainment value. Obviously, this is a like they put obviously one of the best screens on there. Um, one of the best like obviously the. Touch functionality is like second to none on this thing besides like unless you're using it as a design, unless you're using like designing tablets and stuff like that, which do cost way more. Um So the fact that like what you're getting out of this is actually I think it'd be worth it if that's what you're if it's going to be the center of entertainment around your house. Yeah, um, this is definitely worth it. You're going to get your money's value out of it easily.
3: I'm surprised how heavy they are like 60 pounds for a 32 inch that's mm-hmm. like either the legs are really heavy or i don't know
2: they had a body in each one really i'm guessing dense. yeah but i'm
1: guessing so that if it drops something i'm guessing a lot of it's probably made of like a tough like type of steel or something around the edges of it so that if it drops yeah. something it won't break um Oh, yes, that'd be the biggest reason, like, why it's so heavy. It's not meant to be picked up anyway. It's not supposed to be moved. No, I know, but, like... It's a a centerpiece.
3: I have a 75-inch TV. It's not even that heavy. (laughs) That's that's what I'm saying. But it does have a full pane of glass on it, so...
1: Yeah. And just to think, like, this thing, like... People that have, like, tons and tons of board games in the closet, and, like, this tablet can just completely replace them. All of them
2: yeah some of them yeah but what if you like setting up for 45 goddamn minutes per game
1: well that's you go for it have fun it,
3: it'd be a great thing to make a a D map on
2: how dare you try to appeal to me <laughs> my addiction you son of a
1: um, bitch um i've actually seen people already do that with D yeah, make yeah, D people that are digital um so I've i think there people.
3: was already a kickstarter for a D table like that and you or no the, it was was it the microsoft surface table or something like that there was something and there was like uh, we we talked about it a long time ago and you'd have mm. like tokens that you put on the thing on the screen and you can yep. move them around it would sense what those tokens were
1: yep and you could actually look at it through your phone it would actually give you a different view yeah um yeah yeah, it was, like, super interactive in Dungeons Dungeon Dragons, which is really cool. So, obviously, that is the future.
2: Yes, Dungeons & Dragons is 100% the future.
1: Well, no, I mean, that's the future. Like, digital, like, tables are probably going to get more and more popular. Cheaper they get, whatnot, and so. And the fact that, like, a lot of these programs, like Fantasy Crowns and stuff like that exist... Um... I would guess it wouldn't be long till, like, Wizards of the Coast themselves actually designed a program completely 100 from the ground up themselves to run on tables like this and to transform everything that Dungeons & Dragons is into a digital. You know what I mean?
2: Please hurry the hell up.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't put it, I would, I would bet somebody at Wizards of the Coast probably already is actually has this on some kind of a, like, a boardroom, like, wall or something.
2: Table. Like, oh, hey, we're,
1: we're, pl- we're planning on making this um a full because like we then, I'm
2: license sure. this out we're dicks we're taking it back this is what we're doing
1: yeah yeah, yeah. i'm sure i don't think they would take anything because where's the coast is actually a fairly they're actually pretty cool with their, actually the community in general they have been for years um <sighs> That's so but cool. but the fact <laughs> that they have rights to they they own D, so it's like they see all these other programs i don't see them not in the somewhere in some backward room some room somewhere, them someone actually brainstorming an actual version they make themselves. So, I don't see that not happening.
2: The only problem I have with that is when companies do that, they end up becoming the kind of people that are like, we're also going to make it so you can't use this, that, this, and that. It's our own ecosystem kind of thing.
1: I don't think they could with D- D&D is so big and they've li- they gave a license to, uh for D&D to so many different people and story writers and stuff. Right, let me put I it don't see them do. doing that.
2: I can 100% guarantee you that if they built their own fancy ground style thing, you would not be able to import your own pictures or anything like that because they'd want you to buy everything from them off their website. It's just that simple. If you truly think about it, it's a nightmare scenario if they were to make their own, because there's a good chance that they would limit what you could do, like adding your own maps and stuff. You'd have to buy map packs from them and get permission to put them in. Maybe, I don't know. There's no maybe about it when you think about how companies work. Mm. It's depressing, but it's not a maybe. Like It's <laughs> just what they would do. Because they're companies, and companies do this sort of shit.
1: Yeah, but they'd have to compete. The thing is, though, they'd have to compete with, like, obviously, like Fantasy Grounds and stuff. So I don't think they would do that.
2: Yeah, but they wouldn't have to compete with Fantasy Grounds if they pulled their rights. Have you? Have you even? No, I guarantee you haven't, because you've never played the the building aspect. Imagine not having any of the books and having to type in and put in all the character design stuff yourself. Cause I've done it, dude. I've had to like build a a class before and actually starting it up and realizing nothing's there. So you have to open up a little window, type the class name, type out the description, and then you have to set up all the, it takes hours to do just one class. And if you don't have the books and all the PDFs and shit, that, that are in the, inside the Fancy Grounds, it would take you a year to set it up just so that you could start building your own game. Mm. Like, the best example would be when you guys try to join a campaign for the first time and there's no classes available.
0: Mm.
2: That's basically how it would look if it didn't have any of the licensing rights. Because if you don't have the books, that's how it looks, literally blank. blank. And you have yeah. to build it all yourself.
1: Well, yeah, no, I know that. Um, so you'd
2: have to go through other people, basically, like yeah. someone else would have to make things, which I'm sure people would. I'm just saying that's what you would have to do in order
1: to. But to I don't see because there's so many other side games and stuff people have made that are based on D and D, and Wizards of the Coast has never restricted their rights or like really asked requested for much back or anything. The really cool with the community in general. So yeah. I don't think if I don't think they would be they would take strip anything from Fantasy Grounds if they made their own.
2: I'm sure they would because there'd be a there'd be someone that works there that's in charge of make the money, and he would be like, "Yeah, we have this has to go if we want to do this."
1: Unless they hired them to make it, and Fantasy Grounds turned into be right back. Keep like if it they decide. Like, if they decided to buy, like, Wizards of Coast approached them and be like, hey, we'll buy your company. We won't change the name. But it's going to be be the official D&D module. Well, D&D platform. So, I could see them doing something like that, too. Just buying out a company that already knows what they're doing.
2: That would be the smart thing for them to do.
1: Yeah. Kind of like, I mean, with... uh. Baldur's Gate 3, well, these guys already make a game that's really close to D&D. Why don't we just have them do the third game? Kind of thing.
2: Yeah, realistically, that's exactly what's going on with Baldur's Gate, and it's great.
1: Yeah, exactly, you know what it is. Um, Okay, so let's get into Agent 64, aims to be a new Goldeneye, and there's a free demo on Steam. So despite lack of mouse, obviously, all the things that made Goldeneye, we didn't have it mouse support, keyboard support, Good controllers, and analogs, any of that crap. We had a N64 controller with a uh, very, very poor analog. I guess you could call it. <laughs> wasn't exactly an analog, uh, but it was great though. It was absolutely one of the best shooters at the time. Um, I spent plenty of nights playing GoldenEye for like hours, eating Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why those two things go together in my head but they do because i guess there's lots of memories of those two things together
2: night, Burger uh, and taco bell back when we had a taco bell oh
1: my god i went, missed taco bell so bad dude, I want taco bell say- in this you town know, again
2: remember that night when we said i i this is gonna sound funny funny but i think it was pity in like the dead of winter he was mm-hmm. like i'm hungry and we were like, yeah, we fucking are, too. He's like, I'll ride my bike up to Taco Bell. And he rode up the fucking Taco Bell. Yeah,
1: he did. Yep. And
2: then he forgot the money, so he had to come back and make it ride back up.
1: Oh, uh, yeah.
2: Uh, the good old yeah. days, dude. Yeah. No,
1: dude, I remember Aaron, that.
2: To, a side note real quick. Me and Aaron took a walk through, like, around Hope Valley yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I got, like, a week ago, and I got super nostalgic thinking about the times we used to go camping. Out in the fucking
1: oh, in the field yeah, in the
2: park right over there, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so awesome. Like I literally stood there for like ten minutes, and I'm just like, man, I, I literally remember every summer that we spent doing this. It was so fucking cool. It yeah, put a I smile on my face. I
1: haven't hiked over to Witch Rock in so many years. I wonder what that looks like now.
2: It looks like the same fucking drunken assholes did this, and that, there. I bet. Yeah, yeah,
1: probably does. Yeah, <laughs> probably does. Um, but 64, I spent obviously many hours. So did a lot of people. Um, so Agent 64 spies <laughs> spies never die. <laughs> makes no secret. Oh of... yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, makes no uh, secrets of inspiration. As a developer uh, Replicant D6 describes it as a retro SPS inspired by a classic British shooter. Classic British shooters, such as. <laughs> so it
2: called. wasn't technically a British shooter.
1: <laughs> he's just like trying to
2: say it's golden eye, but
1: yeah, but they're just trying to say it because O Seven's British, that's that's why, anyway.
2: Yeah, what you're saying is the guy didn't know what he was talking about when he said it.
1: No, he did, he, he knows what he's talking about, but obviously, the pinnacle of that was uh, for 64 was perfect dark, and then it went on to be time splitters, and time splitters is pretty awesome too, so except time splitters actually got analog controls (laughs) which is the problem with
2: time Splitters is that when it when it came out it was already at the point where you were like just getting burnt out by the same old same old style
1: yeah yeah that's when well that's that's when i guess you could say that was rare's demise actually because after perfect dark is when rare had that falling out and a lot of the good developers left and formed free radical yeah, uh, and then that, that was the end of Rare, pretty much. Yeah. Well, Rare still exists, but not really.
2: Dude, someone of other, the other day tried to tell me that freaking Pirates, uh, Sea of Thieves is a good game.
1: No. Oh,
2: like, they're like, oh, no, it's, it's not. It's amazing now. I'm like, no, it's goddamn not.
1: It hasn't changed at all. I've watched people. No, it hasn't changed a damn. It's still crap.
2: Really?
1: It's still complete crap.
2: In about but, every way, it's still crap.
1: Yeah. What's oh, so, to you guys. It's so, not
2: a good game. It never what? was. GoldenEye? Sea of Thieves.
3: Oh, Sea of Thieves. Yeah.
2: Like, I, I I have people telling me, he literally said, best game on the market. And I and I was like, you are a fucking tool. Who said this? You yeah. Are the reason, I was like, you are the reason why Microsoft gets away with releasing crap sometimes. <laughs> because you jump up and say shit like, Sea of Thieves is the best game on the market. Terrible. But like, go it away. No, oh, I'm. I'm sure it got better. Still not. Not even close to best game on the market. No. No.
1: So anyway, you you can head over to actually the Steam page actually and check out the demo right now. It actually, a few missions you can check with multiple difficulties.
3: Yeah, I'm um, down. Uh, yeah, I'm downloading it right now. Well, it's probably downloaded by now.
1: But um, yeah. So we'll see if there's a multiplayer. I don't know.
3: Well, there isn't right now.
1: No, but no. Eventually, there'll hopefully be a multiplayer. Hopefully, yeah.
3: That would, it would be stupid not to.
2: Hey, I, let's put it this way: a certain company is claiming they're not going to have a Battle Royal game on their shooter. No. So I guess it's possible this company is dumb enough to not have a have a multiplayer. Yeah. <laughs> these companies get their heads up their own ass and think they're smart.
3: Because uh, that certain company, I was I was reading about it today. It says they're they're Their unnamed uh, mode is something else.
2: Oh yeah, um, it's some sort of clusterfuck mode with like futuristic and past weapons all mixed together. Yeah. And they were like, its goal will be, the goal will not to have any balance of any sort is what I read. Hmm. And I'm like, so your goal is to make a mode no one's gonna play? (laughs) I hate to break it to you, but they'll play it for a couple days, but the novelty of like look at all the cool shit we can do it goes away, away pretty quickly when nothing is balanced and everything feels broken.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs> That's just the way it is with any game.
1: Yeah. So the thing is though, and the thing is with multiplayer. So I do want to get into a bigger discussion with this because like multiplayer is huge. Okay. With gold because, oh yes, I played through all of Goldeneye the story, and I played all through a perfect dark, the story, along with all the of games. Um, they're fun to play obviously the perfect dark storyline was way better than the Goldeneye story um yeah it was a lot more it was more find because they learned where they screwed up during goldeneye um well i should say the company that became free radical realized they screwed up um but multiplayer i we i oh my god I don't even know how many hours. I wish there was some kind of a tracker we had back then. to the so many hours we played.
2: Yeah, uh, when you die, no, and, God will no, tell you how many hours you wasted on the game, dude. Yeah, So don't right. worry about it. Oh,
1: like, me and Grim probably... God will
2: sit you down and go, this is how much life you wasted on this shit.
1: Me and Grimm played so much of that game, it was, like, silly. It was, like, the it was the place to be was at Grimm's house at the evening, playing tournaments of GoldenEye, eating Burger King all night. Dude.
2: Don't you wish you could go back
1: in time? It was the place.
2: Dude, don't you wish you could go back in time and sit down with all the assholes you knew? What I mean, like, for example, back when we were teenagers, we were playing No Mercy, Gold Knight, having these fun nights. It was me, you, Chad, Eric, you know, every now and then, Twizzle. Everybody else were just these pothead assholes that just caused fights and and caused trouble all the time when they came to my house.
1: Like McChuchin?
2: Yeah, and don't you wish you just go back in time and slap all these stupid fucks and be like, do you realize the fun you missed because you weren't down and cool with us? You were too busy being cunts yeah. to everybody. You were too busy being dicks all the time gathering at my house so you could get real drunk and then go off and fuck around that mm-hmm. you missed, like, just epic nights of us hanging out and just having a good time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you caused trouble so everyone else couldn't have a good time.
1: yeah. There's that there's always the assholes though.
2: Like there was a time when Twizzle was part of that group of assholes. And I'm like
1: Oh, well that was when we first met him though. That was Yeah, we and I'm like, yeah. I'm
2: like I it's like he caught on. He was like, It's so much more fun when we're not being dicks to each other and we're just having fun. Yeah. Like no, you, there's no reason to be an ass to anybody, dude. Just have a good time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it was just fun. Like the that game that was that was the equivalent of nowadays logging on to like basically like that game you guys were just playing, like last week or call of duty or whatever uh battle royale that was the equivalent back then um granted there was online like soldier of fortune was out on pc and stuff but you could play that but like with dial up and yeah that's a whole other but there's a lot of work that in that
2: too though we got people together to play go, uh uh, what do you call it? Sol- soldier Fortune. Yeah, I know. We started our own clan and shit.
1: No, I know no. We did. We it didn't really worked out. But that's what the same group transitioned into playing um online on dial-up. But before that, it was it was like there was no. It was it was a lot more intimate. I guess you could say um of a situation like you actually met up with your friends. You got food. You sat down, and then we held like a tournament. Literally, like people would get eliminated, and yeah, then we
2: had we, we had a uh, a giant board like, where we kept track of kills and shit. Yeah, Gold and I and we used to put money on it while we played.
1: Yeah, it that
3: was, shit was yeah. great. Did uh, Did you hear that? Uh, there's a new time splitters in the making.
1: They're it. Holy shit! Buy free radical.
3: Free, uh, free radical uh, design has officially reformed. This is as of no, May twentieth. It's May 20th. not
2: all the old guys. It's not all the old guys, but it's some of them. But I'm not excited because. I was I was kind of, I like I loved GoldenEye but I was pretty much done with that style of shooter after GoldenEye and now I'm 100% done with it, dude. Like, there's no way. I
1: don't know I I, I, I do play. like I do like Time Splitters though. I was actually playing it like a couple months ago.
2: <laughs> I, I can see myself screwing around a little bit, but that's about it.
1: And the so I just ordered another uh handheld system right what'd you order the new abernec uh game boy esque style handheld the uh, aberneck rj v fifty one the two fifty one v model
3: such a waddle um <laughs>
1: 351. um three fifty one three fifty one whatever it was three fifty one v model um it's the newest one they make um
3: well it came out and, last year
1: but no no this one just came out a month ago
3: yeah, but they all have the same processors and stuff for the last year. No, this
1: um this one has one of the newest ones. That's why I'm getting it. What the hell processor? it? I can't remember. Anyway, I don't remember off hand all the details. Anyway, it has one of the newer processors in it. And it actually handles up to uh, Dreamcast okay. And I'm the surprise- looking at
3: getting the Retroid Pocket 2 that plays Dreamcast well.
1: Uh, that the Retroid Pocket Two actually has the same processor this size in it, and it only oh does it. God, which came out
2: man. last year. <laughs> dude,
1: no, no, oh yeah. Soul
2: Caliber Nights, dude. Yeah, no Soul Caliber Nights too. That's hours the upon hours of Soul Caliber. When well,
1: the Dreamcast. Now. So
2: On am both um, Dreamcast.
1: Yes, yeah, so that's one of the newest processors. It run, It doesn't run all Dreamcast games. It runs yeah, some yeah, yeah, yeah. okay and some badly. Um, it actually surprisingly runs N64 really well though. So, which is which is surprising. So I just
3: want the second analog stick.
1: Oh, oh, oh. yeah. But the real, what pulled me into this, they, this one, the Abernack, uh came in a wood grain, so it looks like it's a wooden Game Boy. It looks like it's cool. So, I had to get it. <laughs>
3: well, they've had it for a while. It's just a different color.
1: No, not this one. The newest model is not. This is the newer, fairly newer one. That's what really pulled me in. Because what I originally saw it was on the retro future. He did a review because they sent him a review model of it a mm-hmm. month ago or before the release. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. And then it went up for sale a few weeks ago on Amazon. And I was like, ooh. and then I've been wanting to buy, thinking about buying it. And I finally bought it the other day. The 351V is it the 351V? Yeah, Wood Green. Yeah, I think it's the three. Where the hell is it? One two three four, but yeah, um, they have a gray one
3: too. That looks like a. It's just
1: yeah, the three fifty one, yeah, the three fifty one V. Yeah, this one comes only in the white, and the smoky see through gray. Or the wood grain. Wow, the price went up. Holy shit!
3: Well, it was uh, Prime Day.
1: No, 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 no. I bought this like I like, oh, like five or six days ago. How much? Uh, for uh, 108.
3: Oh, you can get the gray one for 99.
1: Uh, they're all 112. Oh, wait,
3: three dollars or four dollars. You're worried about?
1: Well, yeah, the gray one's 99. Well, no, but I'm saying like it was like 108 for the it's like up another four dollars. Weird, huh? And they're saying it was, yeah, it was 130 when it when it first came out like a couple weeks ago, it was 130. That was true, but still. And I don't think it's much cheaper on AliExpress either. I think it's about one ten on AliExpress. hmm So
3: Well, I was looking at the Retroid Pocket 2 because it also has Android on it. And you could dual boot into another thing which has like all the games on it.
1: Yeah. Well, they're all running based on Android. No, but
3: the, um, they they uh the amber nick ones don't like have Android like this one you can literally go into the Google Play Store.
1: Yeah, no, no, but you okay? So all of the handhelds do run Android version of Android, um, because I have a few of these other pocket ones that have come out in years. I have a number of them. Mm-hmm. So all you have to do is just flash regular Android onto those things or a custom version of uh, uh yeah. But you're you you're
3: about? into that kind of stuff. I'm talking about like MLX.
1: And you can actually just put Android on if you want. Mm. Um, so, and then switch between them. And right now there's a number of people that are making custom ROMs for this newer one. They were like the V model, uh, which seemed pretty promising too. So, and the fact that this is one of the first models that has two SD card slots. So you can have one smaller SD card slot where you can put like, a thirty-two gig SD card and just have the operating system running on it. Then the second SD card, you can put a huge SD card in and put all the ROMs onto it, which is really cool. I was like, "Well, that's really useful."
3: Well, most of the ambernick ones come with the games on it already.
1: Yeah, they're okay. There's a problem though because I have I have one other ambernick one mm-hmm. um, that the ROMs they put on there. Like, I've had to go back and rename them, <laughs> and all. The, there's other problems with that. I usually there just is. rip. I usually just format that SD card because I have my own backup of like tons and tons of shit yeah, that's renamed know. properly that has mm-hmm. the proper proper metadata with it. It's like I'm not going fixing your metadata. That's I just rep I just format that damn card. <laughs> well, I'm not I'm not dealing with that bullshit. I've went through the time and actually categorized everything with proper metadata and stuff. So no, those people don't. They just throw them on there for the most part. They don't even look. They like if you actually look and scroll through that even the box art's wrong on a lot of things um that they use like one was like mario 3 that had like a picture for mario wii u i was like that's that's, that's wrong of
2: china dude what do you yeah, expect yeah
3: they're all chinese handhelds.
1: well okay yeah they are but they, they're just they
2: has a standard when it comes to ripping well no china. <laughs> well
1: I do like Air Deck actually does make some really quality. They're, the build quality is really good on those things.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, I'm sure that it is, dude. Like, of course it is. Yeah. They're still ripping Nintendo off.
1: N- Why are you just Nintendo? It's every single game console that's yeah, yeah. like oh, the, the 70s. I didn't
2: realize you do that they were ripping everyone off. I didn't realize <laughs> they were giant pieces of shit. <laughs> My bad. Um, I'm only kidding. I am nearly everything. Just nothing new. <laughs> nothing new. It has to be something old that you don't have access to. Mm-hmm. If you're stealing the new shit, you're part of the problem.
3: Nothing new and nothing portable. <laughs> it's always on your computer, right?
1: Yeah. There was also a guy. There was a video that's uh, really cool. Uh, I saw a guy finally turning. It. it took him like over a year to do it to finally figure out all the circuitry and how to convert it and stuff. Turned a virtual boy into a handheld.
3: I, I, saw, I didn't watch it, but I saw the link.
1: I was like, holy shit. It took him a while, but he finally figured it out, which is really cool. All right, so Cloud upgrade is live. Here we Series go. Xcloud. This is what I,
3: I was waiting to hear. On the, to
1: power on the browser for over 260 games. Microsoft uh, bullishness about Xbox as a cloud gaming platform. Got a lot bolder on Tuesday with the surprise launch of the previously teased change and upgrade to their server farm. The the, like the farm, the server, not a farm, but a server farm that powers the cloud portion of the Game Pass Ultimate. Long, short story, it's now much more powerful, I guess.
3: You well, you uh, should have Series X quality.
1: Yes, for $15 a month.
3: Well, yeah, that's what it's been. It's not extra. Yeah. Oh, It's just they so, activated those servers.
1: Yeah, including 260 games as part of the fifteen dollars a month subscription. Yeah.
3: So, some or EA games that EA thing and whatever else was on the Game Pass. But uh,
1: yeah, there's a lot of these now because there's like there's the Google one, there's Luna. Um.
3: Yeah, how's that doing?
1: It's it does it. It's not doing great. <laughs> um because of their library sucks oh, um yeah. nvidia is i haven't tried luna though yet mm-hmm. but um even compared to like obviously the playstation one um nvidia geforce is just it's it, their library is not huge but the fact that it allows you to play your games on the go from your steam library and all uh, the games they have on there like their servers run so well like it's just remarkable how well their service actually works. Um, they're doing something obviously nobody else is doing, or they configure their servers in some way. But whatever they're doing, they're doing better than anybody else for how well it runs.
3: Well, all I know is that if you're play, paying a monthly fee on these browser-based uh, what cloud gaming things, you should have you don't, you shouldn't have to pay for the games. It should be included in that fee, or not all well, of the a games, lot... but some of the games you should be able to play. But yeah, Stadia, a lot of you didn't get. Stadia you didn't really get any games. You had to pay fifteen dollars a month and then you had to buy the game.
1: Yeah, well, NVIDIA for the most part is almost free. And then for a premium it's five dollars a month. That's it. Well, that's not bad. So I mean, come on now.
3: <laughs> like I understand if it's like a new game or something and you have to pay for it, but like Yeah. When Xbox does it, uh when uh what is it? Uh, Playstation Now, they have their own thing, you know, they all have their online gaming things. And yep. the games are in that fee.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's it's neat. Obviously, we see more and more of this, and people are trying to figure out exactly what the formula is, how this can work properly. Um, and obviously, it's fairly doing well for the most part for it to be catching on, for people to be throwing money at it, and the development of it, and the progress yeah, of if, it. it.
3: Even if, it's, um, like Grib says, it's not making money it's it's doing well.
1: I'm sure it's making be- money. Yeah, but I'm not- sure no, it's make-
2: Game Pass is not making money.
1: No, not, we're not this is not Game Pass. This is just I'm talking okay, about game streaming. I'm talking about I'm talking about game streaming services in general.
2: Well, it depends on what ones they are because it ha- you have to take into account the money it's costing them. Like Nvidia, it's probably making money for them because they're not they're not producing their own games and putting them on there for free. For the fifteen bucks,
1: no, they and get developers don't... to sign on to put their games yeah, on there.
2: Yeah, you see, Pete, you don't see as many big developers getting dragged over for exclusivity on there either. No, the they don't—that's not their plan. Yeah, the reason why I specifically single out Microsoft is not making any money off it yet, is because they are specifically making games in their studios that they're then releasing on there, and foregoing whatever sales they could make. And they're paying big companies like EA to drop their games on there, and that's costing money. Like the cost ratio for NVIDIA is probably way lower than the cost ratio for for Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. Because of how much money they're blowing over and over again on stuff.
3: And yeah. I'm sure they're making tons of money right now on all the graphics cards that they that are
1: selling. Um, well, that too. But um, if Luna can get, if Amazon can get their stuff together with their servers and their library like I haven't played it so I don't know how well their servers work. Uh but if they can get their library together, like the fact that it's almost free if you're an Amazon Prime user already. Um and the fact they give you like I have so many games free with Amazon, it's like silly. Like they give you free games like every month.
2: Here's the thing. Fuck Amazon.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would you... If you follow
2: anything that's been going on lately and you hear about how their employees are literally shitting in bags and pissing in bottles because they're not getting the time to go to the bathroom and their truck drivers have to do this too. I don't care what they do. Fuck you. I'm not buying your shit.
1: Well, they're um, uh,
3: even the, the drivers. They, they have cameras in those dri- in those cars.
2: Do you know, you yeah, know how but, people well, yeah, but, um, claim that some companies are like, they'll be like you didn't. You didn't stand up for Pride night, Day. You're a terrible company. You're evil. They could be. There could be some bad people in that company. The only evil company in America, truly, right now, is Amazon. They well, are truly evil to um, the fucking core.
1: Well, no. This is the thing. Uh, they're actually from just like because there's obviously been employees that have crossed between both uh, companies. Uh, between Walmart and Amazon, and they it said it's just as bad at both places.
2: Nope, one hundred percent lie. You're, um, you, whoever told you that is lying, Nate. Does anybody in I don't your know how store? how are. Does anybody in your store have to take a piss in a goddamn bottle? Because if they don't make hey, it to this no, section of the store within ten seconds, um, in
1: some areas lying. of the in some areas of the store they probably would actually.
3: <laughs> hey, Not a joke. I went, I, wait, I had to wait like two hours before I could go. I just couldn't like, stop. I had to do stuff. I couldn't take a break. Yeah.
2: You may be bad, but there's a difference between bad and the level that Amazon has taken it to with the tracking. Yeah. They track so, everything. for example, if you if you stop to go to the bathroom, Bazinga, mm-hmm. it's, you know you have to get this shit done, but if you stop and go to take a piss, you're not going to walk out and have your phone go, you have been docked a dollar for going to the bathroom at this time. Oh, or geez. you have been notified for later prime hours you get office. out work you like can... <laughs> they have phones they have to carry the amazon issued phones and the things track everything and when you do something wrong that they think is wrong like say you bent over and didn't pick up the box fast enough mm-hmm. it it dings a notification telling you that you have been fired that you have been notified about that and you could literally be fired by app wow
1: Um, well, the one thing I was actually watching a thing on like how their factories work, um, they, you, they don't, you not like safety is like a big thing that you cannot pick up heavy boxes for one. You can't reach for anything and no climbing up ladders of any kind.
2: No, we're not talking. I'm not talking about safety with the box thing. I'm saying like, if you bend over to pick the box up and you stop for a quarter second to scratch your nose and then lift it up, they can literally, Get on you because you wasted that second to scratch your nose. <laughs> there are people coming out and talking about this. The freaking take, take some time to look it up. Like Project Veritas just dropped a thing about it where they had an employee inside one of the the main uh, facilities for shipping, and he was talking about how when people have to go to the bathroom, they walk off the assembly line, they go into a corner and take a shit in a bag and go back to work because it takes 45 minutes to walk from one end of the warehouse down to the other to go to the bathroom. So they have to take their break, but their break is like 20 minutes, which means they spend 15 of those minutes walking down to the bathroom and then they have to get back in five minutes, huh. even though it's a 50, 15 to 20 minute walk from one end of the, the warehouse to the other.
3: And you can only have a like, break at that location.
2: It's yeah, it's <laughs> literally insane. And I'm not exaggerating. I watched this video and then I looked up some other shit. It is absolutely insane. The kind of stuff that this company is getting away with. And yes, I'm sure Walmart's bad. I'm just saying you're like one step below them and you haven't quite got there yet. And pray you don't get there, dude. Because holy shit.
3: <laughs> well, I, I've never worked in the warehouses. I don't know how they are.
1: Um, It's really bad right now. Like, it's probably worse than what Grim just described. <laughs> from what uh another associate was telling me how bad the warehouses are right now. Um, I was like, "Holy crap!" And the reason why they're getting treated like that is because it's so short-staffed.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, not really. They they're getting treated like that because there's an opening to get to treat them like that. Like, it's going to happen no matter what. You know what I mean? Like, you can pretend that it's they can pretend that they're doing it because they're short-staffed, but it won't change. This will happen from now on. No, know? no, like, no. Staff, this is going to be the new norm for how to treat people.
1: Uh, well, yeah, what yeah, That's what I'm
2: saying, it's the new norm They know they can push you this way now And the government will do nothing about it because The Democrats are in the pocket Of these fucking people So this is exactly what will happen from now on In every place It's just horrible dude I had to go on that rant because you we were praising Amazon For that <laughs> shit, they are terrible If I didn't have to order Anything from them I never would
1: Oh I can say that about Walmart But I still shop there so Mm-hmm. Or, yep that's what it is
2: yeah
1: anyway so microsoft announced a new okay so monitors for the xbox and xbox series s okay come on so okay microsoft has announced the first three gaming monitors optimized for xbox series x and s gaming consoles as part of the company's design for xbox program as noted in xbox wire blog obviously microsoft created with uh collaborated with acer asus and Philips to create gaming monitors that would take full advantage of the xbox s series s with it i can't even talk series x and x jesus christ naming product right hardware and support hdmi 2.1 which allows for higher resolution yes we know uh in total the three monitors will debut with designed for xbox stamp they're just monitors people there's yeah, a people
2: ton of be real depressed when they realize that all their games have to be uh all their games are cross gen for the entire gen, and they're not going to look any better than they do now.
1: <laughs> they're, these are just okay. One, tw- why only okay? Why only 120? <laughs> what because <they're, laughs> some
3: of them are just t- their TVs though, their TV size. They haven't made like a 165 hertz, 240 hertz, like 50 60 inch TV. Like the biggest one is uh, well, here this is Philips Momentum, it's a 55 inch, uh. It has HDR
1: 1000.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah $1,600. Yeah. Then there's a Strix, $1,400. And then the 28 inch one is 950
1: Okay, 950 for only 120 hertz.
3: Yeah, three. Or you could just have it. Like, I, no I could use thing. my monitor and plug it in, you know.
1: My monitor is 30 some on inches, right? Uh, curved. i have a 33 some odd inch curved i don't remember i think it's 32 inches whatever it's 30 it's a weird number anyway Only 34 Cur, 30 curved monitor 144 hertz and i paid just over 200 dollars for it
2: yeah I have, a, Dude, I have a 2k what do you you, you stop think about this okay <laughs> think about what, what are you talking about okay <laughs> You got to remember, it's four K, one hundred and
3: twenty hertz. It's four K, not two K. Remember, 2K. they
2: charged like four hundred dollars for a goddamn H, uh, a hard drive
3: in the
0: three sixty
2: era. Like yeah. a three not four hundred, but it was pretty expensive.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: But remember, this is a four K, one hundred and twenty hertz, which those are rare still. They're not ten eighty p, so that's why they're so yeah expensive. yeah. But I have a 32 inch, 165 hertz, 1440p, and Xbox can do that. But the thing is, PlayStation
2: Four $400 do for, over a 60. for a hard drive.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I just looked up. So there is easily so 32 inch monitor by Samsung, 4K, 144 hertz, curved, 350.
3: Yeah. But does it have HDMI mm.
1: 2.1? Yes. <laughs> like i said the ripoff it's at a complete lock, rip-off.
2: at lot $399 for a hard drive for the, oh. for the xbox 360 oh
3: 360
2: uh oh. just think about that
1: wow yeah don't buy these monitors people really don't
3: i don't i don't remember the hard drives doing that. i never bought one but
1: yeah don't please don't buy these fucking stupid things Please don't. There's no. <laughs> gotta be a
3: reason they're so
2: expensive.
1: Because <laughs> they are branded with Gate Xbox on the side of them.
2: Yeah, it's got it's got that little M on it, dude. Why else? Well would it be they, that expensive? one one is
3: the one's a Phillips and it's fifty-five inches. I wonder dude, what kind stop. of LEDs it has, though.
2: Stop man, you ain't no fifty-five inches, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you you're trying to pump yourself up, bro. <laughs> uh Ambiguous. Yeah, You wouldn't be able to don't, walk around, man!
1: <laughs> I don't see any monitor or, like, holy crap, for $1,600, are they on drugs? <laughs>
3: so, the, the Asus one, the Strix monitor,
1: is a 4K HDR, what's
3: DSC gaming monitor? Uh, 4K 144 hertz, extreme low motion blur sync, free sync, premium pro, display HDR 1000, um and that's 1399. But yeah, 4K 120 Hertz. But this is actual 120 Hertz versus you know a TV with 120 Hertz. Um I can tell you the HDR though looks amazing. It's yeah, holy it's holy crap. Well
1: well DSC is display stream compression. Okay. Um so that's all that is.
3: I guess that's the Xbox It says DSC gaming monitor Xbox There's edition. The-
1: it's yeah it's the same as versa pretty much
2: they should call it mark edition because you're a mark if you're paying that much for it yeah
1: it's this which obviously Visa is uh, video electronic standard association um it's the same it's yeah that's who makes yeah it's nothing it's just silly don't pay this much for these stupid things please people <laughs> please don't do uh, well unless you want a big a big no. monitor oh, or okay you, you can get a 32 inch like mine
2: yeah but if you but want a not big 4K. monitor I think what Nate's trying to point out is that if you want a big monitor, you can almost certainly find a better one cheaper that you can just plug into your Xbox and use. Unless the Xbox is proprietary, which they've done with a lot of shit.
3: You're not going to find a 43-inch monitor, 4K 120 hertz monitor.
1: Well, I found a 32-inch 4K 144 hertz monitor for 350 with HDMI 2.1. I'm
3: talking about a (laughs) Forty-three inch. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, forty-three inch. <laughs> I said like above thirty-two.
1: Oh. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, but for what? One twenty hertz.
3: One forty-four. That one's
1: one forty. No, but no, but these are one twenty though. No, All I these clicked are on the
3: link. It's it's actually wow, one forty-four. Oh, it is one forty. no, shit. The uh, Strix one is. Let's see, uh, Acer's. The Nitro XV2. Yeah. It doesn't say on their website. 144. It's 144. It is
1: 144? Yep. I was about to hit somebody with that. I'm like, come on now. What year are we living in? Yeah, you're right. 43 is actually hard to come by for.
3: Yeah, because Hertz on four K, four K, it takes a lot, and it's it's just not a a standard yet.
1: Mm. That's true. Yeah. yeah. But still, the other ones I'm looking here for four K, just TVs and stuff that have four K, one forty four Hertz. You can't look um, at
3: TVs. TVs. No, it's not the same kind of Hertz. If it says, like, G-Sync capable...
2: It just hurts so good, man!
1: <laughs> like... Well, they're actually... Well, I looked up 43-inch TVs, but I'm seeing... I'm getting gaming monitors, actually. Two. Like, Asus gaming monitor, 43-inch, 4K, yeah, 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 HDMI 2.1, sort of.
3: Like, there's a yeah. Samsung Odyssey, but that's only a 2K. There we go. Yeah.
1: Well, I look up just 4K, just straight 4K. Yeah. ASUS
3: 28-inch. 20, um, 4K. Yeah, yeah. It's only 60 hertz. Ooh. What the um, <laughs> Only 60 hertz. ASUS yeah, 27-inch, 2K, 144 hertz. I'm not seeing any 4K.
1: I'm, I'm playing 4K, that's all. I oh, see my 4K.
2: God. Get off the goddamn numbers, bro. <laughs> anyway. All right. So it's anyway, fighting yeah. Fighting over these damn numbers. The it's bottom line. Move on.
1: the on. Bo- the bottom line is, don't buy these monitors. They're just an Xbox branded monitor. There's plenty of options out there right now. You can just go get one right now, that you will work great with your Xbox Series X.
2: Unless you're not allowed to use it. Like I don't know if it's a proprietary thing. No, they're not.
1: There's no. There's no proprietary with it. It's just HDMI 2.1. it's Nothing different. That's what it is. I'm
2: just like i said i'm pointing out because i didn't know because you never know oh. these companies they, they go proprietary i mean sony did it with that damn memory stick for the vita and killed the oh, vita
3: yeah it's annoying right idiots there. Uh.
2: that's how you kill a launch of something that people everybody wants to check out everybody's like oh that sounds cool i can't wait to play that that looks awesome wait what and that's the end of that no one cares anymore
3: Nate, later on, I want you to send me a link to one of these mystical 4K 144Hz gaming monitors, okay? Because I don't see okay. one. That's okay. over 30, that's 32 inches or more. They're all 1440p, which is not 4K.
1: So, reach the end of the gaming. That's right. Though we'll skip that. It wasn't a big story anyway. Um. So, we will move on to technology, and pop culture because we have some interesting stories obviously we have stories about the amazon echo uh what do you call it sidewalk hmm. thing going on here it's, it's interesting we'll get into it <laughs> uh the windows uh what do you call it big windows event 11 event that's going on i think tomorrow actually uh, so we got the first air speeder so it's ahead of the first successful test flight for its electric flying race car Flying race cars. Uh foundation has now a debut date.
2: We don't even have basic flying cars that work right. And you're doing this already.
1: <laughs> well, we do. It's just not practical to use a flying car with have the public using them. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know that's... about
2: you, dude, but I think it's practical <laughs>
1: until I mean, a hubcap way. lands on your head from a couple thousand feet. Are you kidding me, dude? I feel like, wait. <laughs> i can't
2: wait to have someone almost kill me with their flying car and then i sue them blind the happiest day of my damn life Uh. i'm sorry sir your kid won't be going to any school now
1: (laughs) oh okay let's get into this couple interesting stories but before that what have we been checking out have you read anything decent have you watched anything decent
2: i have watched literally nothing oh i watched uh veroni kenshin final which was pretty good and that got me into watching the first two ovas and the last two ovas so i went ahead and did that and that was pretty cool
1: Mm.
2: and that's pretty much
1: and we got we also got Veroni kenshin i don't remember the date coming to you next like uh Ronnie Tension in the beginning which is just the ova live action
2: yeah which will never be quite as good as the actual show
1: actually it's stuff. no okay, not as good but when i was watching like already some of it like it's already been in a lot of the movies right the cutscenes. oh um, well, like i
2: watched the trail i watched the trailer yeah for it and she was like You really did make the rain bleed, and I was like, "This is nowhere near as cool as when he cuts the dude in half in the actual anime, and you see the blood pouring down on her while she says it."
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like that shit was
2: was so much cooler in the anime.
1: Well, like most of the scenes are literally almost like frame for frame, same as the OVA.
2: I'm glad that they weren't when it came to the one we just watched. Because like well the, the fight, they well it the was closer to the
1: is, manga it was closer to the manga yeah
2: the the fight scene is so much better with uh, with Ichi,
1: oh yeah and, no like that OVA cut that sight scene so short it was like silly I was yeah, like what had the had fuck <laughs> that pissed me off because if, if that's one of the best scenes, arcs out of all the whole series and they screwed it up if
2: you are a fan of kung fu movies and and excellent fights done correctly but you're not a huge anime fan. So you think you might be turned off by this movie. Just watch the movie. Most of the fight scenes are pretty good, but the ending one is one of the best you'll ever see. It is uh-huh. so freaking good.
1: I don't know. I think all the fight teams have been super impressive throughout all the movies.
2: They've been mid like 50, 50 because they always looked a little weird because they have that anime feel to them. Yeah. But, the last movie really hits its stride and it just looks natural. Like when he, there's a scene where the dude with the giant uh, machine gun on his arm, the yeah. chain gun is shooting at um, Kenshin and he's, ru- he's uh, out the bullets in the older movies. It, that looked a little weird. Cause he's done it before he outran bullets in a couple of other, in one of the other movies. And this one, it looked natural. I was like, that looks believable. 100% huh. believable. As he ran around the thing with the bullets chasing it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Like if this is the future of anime movies,
1: yeah, they set a standard now. Good freaking hands. Yeah, because well, good. I think Ryone Kenshin itself has set a standard now for what you do when you make a an- movie based on an anime or a manga. And it's a pretty high bar.
2: The <laughs> only thing I see is I'm like I'm like could I put up with a Roni Kenshin Netflix series? If
1: oh, that would quality? be well, I would love for them to go back and go, you know what, we're going to finally continue the anime where it should have left off.
2: How about just redo it? Like you know, well, they,
1: Yeah, they can do that too.
2: I they, have been begging, dude, for years for someone to just go into the people who do Gundam and be like, look, Gundam Origin is one of the best animes ever made, period. I don't know if you've seen any of it. Yeah, yeah. I have. It's, it's so goddamn good. And I just want someone to sit down and go, we're redoing the first season, of first series of Gundam.
1: Ooh, that would be fucking awesome.
2: Same animation style. Give me the whole freaking thing. I want to see Amuro and freaking um, Char go at it in an actual like full blown. Just, I need this shit. Mm. Period. I need it now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be <laughs> fucking great.
2: Like, give it to me, goddamn it.
1: Shh, 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 shh. Just-
2: Right into my vein like a drug.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh.
2: Like, all the new shit's great. Like, Hathaway's Flash is excellent. The uh, Origins is excellent. And even though I didn't like the new series as much, like, story-wise, they've managed to nail the using CG in Gundam, because they use CG now for almost everything. But it looks like hand-drawn anime. Well... Yeah. They managed to make it look like hand drawn anime ninety-nine percent of the time. So it doesn't it's the only anime out now that uses full blown CG that looks hand drawn. And I'm fucking thankful for that.
1: (laughs) Well, they still do actually hand draw it and that artist can send it over to the guy that converts it to other like it's still hand drawn. Yeah. It's still hand drawn. It's just
2: it's done it's done better now, so it looks
1: great. So, anyway, so before... Bazinga, if you want
3: to... I haven't been watching anything, really.
1: Oh, nope, nothing.
3: No, just... Yeah, not much.
2: You watched me win a couple rounds of that game? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. So, um... The one thing I do have to say, one series you'll need to check out, so... I don't know how many, people, how many people watch Korean dramas, but...
2: Um, it depends on what it is. Like, I watched, um... What the hell was it called? Uh, was it ISIS or Iris? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that was the a one bet, that yeah. came after that. The two co- like Mark yeah, ones. that
1: wasn't like, bad. Um, yeah, they're... there's a there's a new one called um, I was started watching on Netflix. Really good, uh, Sisyphus the myth. It's so far it's Sisyphus, wicked good. Sisyphus the myth. Sisyphus, Sisyphus, You know Sisyphus the the story of the guy pushing the boulder up the hill kind of thing. Yeah sissy fit
2: fit that's a, that's a fit. sissy foot <laughs> sissy foot the myth
1: Wait. Anyway, so anyway the whole, that's the myth about the guy pushing the boulder um uh, well,
2: shadow and bone any good i feel like that's something you would watch
1: i didn't check that one out but anyway okay. so it's this one's actually i watched
3: the first episode and i was like um hmm.
1: so yeah so it's it's weird it's like these people are i don't know well i'm not gonna disclose what was happening because i kind of know now somewhat
2: Oh my Uh, God.
1: But it's like people getting transported from either the future or from another dimension or whatever. um, Coming to, and then they're getting hunted down by this company. It's like the correction Bureau. And there's this main character who's kind of like the Korean neon Musk, I guess you could say. Oh, douche. And it's just a lot of elements. Sorry. Um, And, it's weird because they mentioned William Gibson a few times. I'm like, okay, they're definitely inspired by William Gibson's work. So that kind of like puts some things into perspective. So. I
3: actually watched, uh, I've been watching Loki. Uh,
1: okay.
2: It, yeah, I'm staying away from that.
3: It, it, it feels like Doctor Who right now. Because uh, they're, they're time oh, traveling. They're, they, they're, he, he's in the time adjustment bureau out, or something like that. And he's yeah. he's with a variant of himself, which is a woman.
2: Okay, what the fuck is. I just. It's, dude, it feels he like tells me to look this up. I just Sessifist. stumbled onto like trailers for all these other shows.
1: Well, there's a bunch of uh, Korean dramas, but. Sessifist Kingdom is really
2: good. Ashen of the North?
1: Oh, I haven't heard of that one.
2: But It, it looks like it's Mongol? Mongols?
1: It Maybe Mongols. They're probably here.
2: Yeah. Dude, I, I gotta check out some of these shows. No, but. Uh, and a second. Uh, apparently your show has led me to a show called Tokyo Trial,
0: oh,
2: <laughs> which okay. is in the wake of World War II, 11 Allied judges are tasked with the weights of the fates of the Japanese war criminals, so it's like a mix of a documentary and a TV show.
1: Yeah. That's Dude, a...
2: like, Christ.
1: So, no, but, like, Sesyphus, it's, like, some of the best sci-fi, like, like with really great story And attention to detail. Okay, so how many times do you see when someone breaks a window in a car in an action movie, like they'll break the window and then just open the door and sit on the seat. Right. And take off. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Yeah. Okay. So this show actually paid attention to the detail. He actually took his bulletproof vest off threw it on the seat after then sat on that. Cause think what would have happened if you actually sat on that seat, you just broke a window onto. They yeah. actually have, or the attention to the car, is actually...
3: they crash a car, and then the next scene, there's there's no dents.
1: Yeah, the attention to the detail okay. in the show is actually so good. How
2: cyberpunk is it? Because you said Will William Gibson.
1: <laughs> okay, so the reason why—so okay, well, you're just thinking of Neuromancer. There's a lot no, of. No, I just
2: need cyberpunk. That's why you mentioned no, no. me I'm gonna go right to cyberpunk. Don't well, break no. my heart, you prick.
1: So it's the show takes place mostly in like a slightly, like maybe like ten years from now. Um. And then, uh, well, actually, it's not changing. It's actually this year, but it seems more advanced for some reason. I don't know. Anyway, and then there's another, um, I won't say what it is, there's other reality or other future, where you can definitely tell a nuclear war took place. Um, so there's these two different things that happen. So, But there's, uh, I guess you could say there's hints of, so far, my favorite William Gibson novels, uh, The Peripherals and the Agent, uh, The Agency, uh, they're really good novels so far. There's his newest series, and there's definitely hints that. Uh, what do you call? It? They kind of based. They took some elements from those books.
2: Man, he so. just reminded me that Ultra Carbon is dead.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. But they canceled that too. Yeah,
2: yeah. They did. Because they well, with that show, they screwed it up. They they decided to deviate from the story, and then they had nowhere to go after the second season, because they deviated too much. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the other thing I checked out, so, okay, I've been wanting to watch it for a while. I don't know if Grim, if you watched it. Yeah. The Outlaw King.
2: I watched Outlaw King a while back. Okay. I so it was very good.
1: So, okay. So I haven't watched it yet. And then I found out there was another one that was made not a, close to the same time, right? The uh, King or something? Yeah. It was called Robert. Uh, yeah. Robert the Bruce, The Return of the King with the original actors from Braveheart. Um and, and I start I haven't fit with like obviously they have uh, uh what do you call it? Andrew Mcfadyen playing Robert the Bruce again.
2: I didn't know that this existed. Yeah. Where did you watch this?
1: I watched it on Hulu.
2: Okay, so I'm going to have to steal it. Gotcha.
1: Um it's actually you can watch it free on Crackle as well, I believe. It's oh, called
2: Robert the Bruce
1: Robert the Bruce The Return of the King Or Return of the King Something like that
2: So anyway. this is effectively the same story as the one, the other one?
1: No So okay So this I haven't finished watching it I've only watched half of it so far uh, Because I fell asleep But uh, it seems closer to Actual history Than uh, The Outlaw King was
2: they were both good movies. But then again, like Braveheart's not very accurate to history well, at all either.
1: When well, no, live, they
2: find out that they, they full, they full on bullshit in that movie.
1: Well, not completely. They don't like,
2: they completely did. Dude, I've watched a few documentaries, man. Like they full on bull. The only thing they get right is incidents that they change. So they're like, yeah, well, William Wallace was at the battle of Falkirk or he was there at Sterling. But the whole battle of Sterling is completely different
1: Oh yeah, it's very different They
2: fight on a bridge, that's how they win Yeah Like they don't stand up against an army a hundred times bigger than them And roll over them in a fair fight like they do in the movie No Like they fight them on a bridge and beat them because they they outmaneuver them Like there's so much I love Braveheart, one of my favorite fucking movies I watch it now as a doorway to history Because it's so inaccurate about history And I just, it, it's just a doorway to get me interested in checking out all that other stuff. Yeah. Which I then did because all that shit's great.
1: Well, the reason why I say it's a little more accurate because like Robert the Bruce, obviously after William Wallace died, he went on to try to keep on defeating the English, got beat multiple times to where even the Scots were out for his head. And that's kind of where the movie takes place. And he kills the guy that was actually in the line to take over Scotland for England. Uh, who is played by the other British actor who plays by in his game name. He's been in a lot of things, anyway. Uh, they, because his, history doesn't know how Robert the Bruce killed him. They know he did. Um, and that was one of the things that actually, yeah, why they put a mark on his head.
2: I'm also not 100% sure if Robert the Bruce ever really ever met... Um, what's his name? Uh, William Wallace, either. That was pointed out in one of the documentaries that they believe it was highly unlikely that they ever met each other. But that they knew they knew he they knew of each other and he knew of him. Yeah. Uh, the Bruce knew of him in general, but never really met.
1: Well Yeah, and, and it has that, him
2: that's, Yeah. That's and he's one on of the, the major things he did wrong in his movie. Uh
1: that's and that meeting
2: and knowing each other.
1: Yeah. So at the beginning, this is as far as I've got watching the movies like it's him kind of on the run, his own people are pretty much coming after him for his head. Um because obviously we know throughout history, this really did happen. And Eventually he re, uh, reunites most of the clans and uh, the battle Enemy of, unite the clans. I think it's the battle of Edinburgh that finally is the decisive battle, battle that finally defy this defines like it's the big battle that finally pushes Edward the first back um, and declares Scotland, its own independence. Uh, well, Scotland's actually not declared independent until uh, the Pope recognizes it for some reason, but that's a whole other thing.
2: Dude, I've seen that movie so many times that you said um, about them uniting. And I went, unite them, unite the clans. And my <laughs> mind immediately played the entire scene. Yeah. He's like, "Now, noble and common. And they know you and they love you and they respect you. And they would fight with you. I would fight with you.
1: Yeah,
2: I would too, like, nah, I, I guess I'm watching Braveheart this weekend.
1: Well, I that's have, the like, thing they hours. don't cover. That's the one thing they don't cover in those movies. Is that there was so much infighting Between clans and between clans themselves It was bad That's the biggest reason why they couldn't defeat the English Is because they were fighting themselves (laughs) Like that was a bit of the biggest things Like they don't cover that in a lot of those movies though That how bad the actual Just how much the civil war In general was going on But
2: That's the general problem with um, Smaller countries like, that's that's another thing, like, with, like, these New Age historians that talk about, like, uh, colonialism and tyrants and all that. And then they don't bother to pay attention to the fact that, like, that shit is wrong. But at the same time, Scotland was literally murdering each other. Yeah. For decades, centuries, until England invaded them. And it's like the lesser of two evils. They were treated less. They were treated poorly by the English but they weren't slaughtering each other daily when the English had them under control and if it wasn't for the English being there they never would have united stopped killing each other and then in the first place they would have continued being the country that just killed each other on a daily basis like you can't look at history and put all these stupid labels on it because there's so much more complexity to the shit Yeah, and And a funny thing Complaints they don't and understand
1: the, that shit So a funny thing Grim so my sister did a DNA Test um I didn't look at Her whole list of things though I didn't look at Everything you're on a it
2: dirty Irish bastard
1: well No no okay so <laughs> for years We thought we were mostly Irish right Because we have a we, we can it's trace right That problem. we can trace that line Um back to My great great grandfather uh, Joe uh who was Irish also and like but we found out the DNA for Scottish is like stronger we're 34% Scottish
2: That explains the heavy drinking when you were... (laughs) (laughs) Heavy
1: drinking. But, yeah. No. But, yeah, I was like, wow, that's really weird. For years, we thought we were mostly Irish. We were more Irish than Scottish. Because we knew we had a great, 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 great Scottish grandmother, but we didn't realize how much...
2: All I know is I am so predictable that you've got me thinking about probably watching... (laughs) Not just Braveheart, but, like, all of it. All of it? (laughs) Like, I might watch Braveheart first, and then go right into, like... Outlaw a King, or something, and then.
1: Just I would say watch. Ro- I would say watch Robert the Bruce: the Return of the King. you least it's the same actor. So.
2: Do you mean the asshole? <laughs>
1: well, uh, Andrew McFadden, the guy who played Robert the Bruce, yeah, but there Brian is a cool fight scene. He he kicks the shit out of like three people like single handedly. The fight scene's not too bad, actually.
2: You should check out Rob Roy. Rob Roy literally has nothing to do with this, but that's a good Irish or Scottish movie. Oh, okay. It's a good good old movie. You'll like it. It's got... Oh, God, I forgot his name. Never mind. I forgot his name, but you'll like it. All
1: right. I'll check. Anyway. So, let's get into our first topic. So, Amazon Echo automatically shares your internet with neighbors. (laughs) This is a new thing that's rolling out. Unless you opt out of it. Uh, it's well, called Amazon.
2: I'm not gonna be using no Amazon Echo.
1: It's called Amazon Sidewalk. Hmm.
2: <laughs> so dude, dude, this is gonna be so bad. Some little kids gonna be standing out waiting for the bus and porn's gonna pop up and he's gonna be like, Mom
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's not that's not what anyway. Um, what this does is say if like the internet goes down in your house. Okay, mm-hmm. or the power goes out, so the internet goes out. But for some reason, your Echo still powered. I don't know how that. How that's a thing. But that's how they describe it. But say if just the internet goes out, just to make it simple. Um, your Echo will use your neighbor's internet, hmm. not from their router, so from-, from their Echo.
3: So will they make it like a yeah. mesh router or
2: something? Yeah, yeah, it turns it into a. No. It turns into
1: a mesh network.
2: I pay for my internet. You can kiss my ass. Um.
1: So, and this is just so that you, even if your internet's out for a certain amount of time, your Echo devices will still work. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess could be useful. That's if you wanna, if you wanna still have your well. No, because that wouldn't work either. I don't. Yeah, I guess the most this would actually do if your router was out would it be able to answer something for you, or it wouldn't even be able to play music because. The reason why is because the amount of internet this actually uses is so minimal. Um, it uses less than 80 kilobytes of data hmm. uh, per, uh, I guess usage session. I guess you could say. So it's only for very minuscule things. It's allowed to even use it for. So you can opt out of it, yes. But
3: but why bother? It's
1: not. It, it's not doing anything. It's mostly just barely letting your Echo work. Um, if your internet's out from your neighbor's echo, with using less internet than the best dial ups in the late 80s, mm. had like way worse. Than that. So, I mean, it's so 80 kilobytes. Come on, 80 kilobytes that's what it allows it to use. So, yeah, you can opt out of it, but like it's not. I mean,
3: now we'll uh will it echo still work if you have like to turn lights on not if you have power yeah. i mean if you have power but not if like I don't... If the internet went out
1: um no technically because it relies on your route it goes through your router technically
0: mm-hmm.
1: so i'm not sure i'd have to really look into that I'm not sure if it actually, if, if the communications like once it's set up with the router, if there's actually a direct connection with it, I'd have, I've never looked at the traffic of how that works because mm. it could be doing that. It could be actually linking right to the light after the router you're tells still, it, Hey,
3: you're still, your home network would still be on though.
1: Yeah. So, um, if, it, if the AMOs and Echos are, if the traffic of communication is directly to your lights, or your tv or whatever then yeah they'll turn right on but if it actually is directing it through the router then no it won't work um so yeah so right. um
2: as i said before i gotta take off at 7 30. all right i have some stuff i have to take up i'll see you guys next time though
1: okay so this isn't terrible um it isn't gonna hurt anything if you keep it on or off i mean obviously you're shoot paranoid or the CIA watching you through your Amazon echo. But Hey, that's just you. If you, you, you think that go for it.
3: <laughs> and if it's true, it's, it's not just their echoes. They're watching you on.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That's the least of your problems. Yeah. Cause there's probably a guy or a black van parked across from your house. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. If they're really watching you. Mm-hmm. Or why is that ice cream truck been parked outside for, 48 hours
3: <laughs> Yeah
1: well,
3: It must need gas now The ice cream's gonna be melting
1: Yeah 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 <laughs> uh, So Anyway So let's get into So Windows 11 was leaked last week
3: The worst kept secret of the year Well the big, yeah, yeah I think yeah. it's the biggest leak of the year
1: Oh it makes you wonder if they actually Did it themselves
3: Yeah cause like everybody got it Like it's all over place yeah
1: you could easily download it and run it on VirtualBox. it's it's what it is um so and obviously we saw a new ui design um i do like the center kind of thing i do that it's very mac os though it's or uh xfsc linux like either one they look the same but uh very i guess yeah rounded square i don't know it's <laughs> both <laughs> yeah uh it's both but it is the start menu reminds me a lot of linux though so much of linux and obviously on the linux uh subreddit the meme subreddit, people are making all kinds of like jokes about this how much it looks like uh linux
3: i don't like their their back their desktop
1: (laughs) um so and obviously the other thing is we have the return of widgets which is kind of
3: cool. I liked, what was it? Windows Vista. Like when it well, first Vista. came out, the idea, the ideas that Vista had, it sucked, but it was, because it was very lag, it was glitchy, but it was the, super glitchy. Yeah. The ideas that had like the arrow, Windows arrow. Uh, yeah. The themes and stuff like that. The, uh, the widgets. I liked that. As for yeah. the, the stability, that's a whole different story. I yeah no v- vista was like I, vista was the first windows i actually paid for yeah
1: um obviously they took all those ideas fixed them saw where they went wrong took all the great things that was vista and put them in a new operating system called windows 7 and it worked great yeah <laughs> so uh we didn't have widgets though widgets haven't been a thing since then uh-huh so but it looks like we have the return of widgets so which is really neat obviously if anybody's don't go and run this right now okay don't go download windows 11 and go wow this runs like dog shit yes it does (laughs) it does run like dog shit but this copy that was leaked is a very early build of it Mm And if you look at the build number, actually, it's only a few builds ahead of the current update to Windows 10. So, (laughs) yeah. This is like super early build. Um, And Windows, if anybody doesn't know, Windows 10 actually has a a death date, finally.
3: Yeah, 2025.
1: Yeah, 2025 or 2024, something like that. Yeah, actually, it's on the website. It's on Microsoft's website the day they stopped supporting Windows Ten.
3: I think that's pretty soon compared to the others.
1: Uh, no it's no mm-hmm. it's about the same now
3: man Windows x p was like forever
1: x p was a while. I don't think it was crazy long. uh it wasn't only till what two years ago they stopped supporting Windows seven so um and I think windows eight. I don't know if Windows 8 still supported. I don't know if it is. I don't think it is. I'm not sure. That was like absolute flop though. Windows 8. So XP, they do have a trend.
3: XP was 12, uh, 12 years of support.
1: Holy shit. That is a long that time.
3: stopped in uh, 2014.
1: Well, Windows 10 has been around what? 2014.
3: That's when they stopped supporting it.
1: No, 2014 is when Windows 10 came out. Was it 2015? Oh, I don't know. XP
3: was released in 2001. Yeah, yeah. Windows 10. 2015.
1: Yeah, 2015. Okay, yeah. So I was right. So Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be about yeah. So it's a good old nine years. Ten years. Somewhere Ten where it's years. 24, 25 years. Ten years. Ten year, nine years. Yeah, so anyway. So that's a good amount. That's a good amount of time. That's not bad. Um Obviously, there's a new Windows store that's going to be coming. Nobody gives a shit, though. <laughs> Nobody's going to use the Windows store. Uh, it's kind of silly. Get
3: like mandatory or something stupid like that.
1: Um, It is kind of interesting, though, on the setup, when you're setting up Windows 11, it actually asks you what kind of system are you setting up are you setting up a gaming system a uh you mean productivity uh workstation or you you mean are you doing it for this that the other thing like it actually asks you like well kind of like to set it up like to be more i guess you can design toward the way you're going to use it which is kind of neat uh for people that i think that's a great thing for people that Basically, people that buy pre-builds, for the most part, that don't know what they're doing (laughs) Um, and need some settings put in to make sure their system's running properly for what they're doing. So, And everybody's expecting a free upgrade to Windows 11 to be free upgrade for any PC running Windows 10 right now. Uh, We'll see if that happens. Because they'll obviously want people to move away from Windows 11. I mean, Windows 10 to Windows 11. Uh-oh. like i said i still expect there to be fees i no. expect service i yeah, expect service
3: that's not happening i don't know i talked to i talked to i talked to the tech geek and he has insider information
1: yeah but there's people on twitter that have insiders on microsoft that say the different though
3: yeah, he says no i would not please um that. We'll find out tomorrow.
1: Yes. Along with the defense administration going in front of Congress.
3: Oh, for the the aliens. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's wow, tomorrow that
3: took, as well. Man, it took too long.
1: Well, that's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Well, their deadline is the twenty fifth, but they're expected to go in front of Congress tomorrow. So. So. So auto, there's obviously there's supposedly some auto hdr feature for xbox that's coming to windows Mm -hmm. alongside improvements of direct storage so the xbox app will actually be installed by default i guess supposedly
3: i think it is always
1: but not on mine because i have a i have a very cut down version oh yeah
3: but yeah it's there. xbox game bar xbox console companion xbox one smart glass
1: yeah and there's also going to be uh direct storage that will speed up game load times i guess supposedly uh along with there's going to be better use for multiple monitors for like if you unhook monitors and connect them back up your everything will go back to the way it's supposed to be
3: yeah i know that issue
1: which will be great whenever the They're graphics finally...
3: card upgrades updates it moves everything around
1: yeah 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 In fact, it throws everything around
3: because i got the three monitors
1: Which people running AMD cards like myself just got a update to what the equivalent of DLSS on AMD cards.
3: When did you go go back to an AMD card? Uh, I've had
1: an AMD card.
3: I thought you had like Um, a sixteen sixty
1: or something. I did for a little bit, um. But so yeah, so which is neat that they're competing in that way. And we're going to get more information. I wonder if there's anything else. So. Troops and cut. Yeah, that's just the stuff. Oh, that we don't know. Other than that, what we've just talked about. That's pretty much everything we've known about the announcement. Aside from people that have already demoed it and checked it out. With a different style, like UI. The UI is actually really not much different at all. The only difference is obviously. And you can actually customize it to look like obviously how Windows 10 looks right now. But yeah. the default, it seems like it's going to be the taskbar is going to be in the middle, and whatnot. So it's very, very Mac-ish or very Linux. I guess you could say either one. Uh, Whoever stole it from first, who knows? Uh,
3: it, well, it looks more like Linux because Mac Mac's bar is it doesn't go side to side. It's like the taskbar on the bottom. There's the whole full screen. Yeah, um, the max task bars are not, are not unless you add that many apps to it.
1: Oh well, yeah, yeah, no, I know. But it wouldn't be the first time Plus Windows really is really bubbly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh.
3: but I do miss using my Mac. Gotta get it fixed. <laughs> it's very hard to fix fix uh graphics cards with Macs because you got to find the graphics card.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. That's only because of the initialization of yeah that whole bullcrap. That's super sp- annoying.
3: Specific graphics card, not like I can go yeah. grab a sixteen hundred and I mean a sixteen sixty. It has to be the seventy nine seventy two gigabyte iMac model piece. It's it's not like I can take apart a, a graphics card and put it in. It's like a no. specific board. <laughs> yeah, you can't. No. So and they're like one hundred fifteen dollars. I found fi- I found them. They're relatively cheap. It's just. It's a lot of work to put it back in. No, I know. I've taken the whole thing
1: apart. Super proprietary. It's ridiculous. (laughs) It's absolutely ridiculous. Okay. Where did I just... What the hell happened to my page? Anyway. (laughs) Okay. So, flying cars. Okay. We've... Apparently, because obviously there's been some flying cars here and there with like stupid amounts of money have their own proprietary flying car that they drive around their acre, 20 billion acres of land. (laughs) Pretty much, that's what it comes down to. Well, now there is the air speeder. The electric flying race car.
3: It's a freaking Star Wars speeder.
1: Yeah. (laughs) With prop in. Yeah, I don't even know. It's it's basically a drone,
3: drone that you can ride in.
1: Yeah, pretty much. So the air says electric flying race car. Alunia MK3 has had its first unpiloted test flight in Southern Australia.
3: Unpiloted?
1: Unpiloted. That's stupid.
3: <laughs>
1: the craft is an electric vehicle takeoff. Well, you got to think nowadays, if you're testing a, a flying car and you can just drive it remotely, it takes just to make sure nothing crazy, super bad goes wrong, fly it first remotely. Why not? The craft is electric What's vehicle. They, te-
3: they test those freaking speeder cars on this on stuff. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's
1: true. Yeah, those people are crazy. It's abbreviated the eVotal, eVotal, eVotal for electric vehicle takeoff and landing. Okay, kind of silly. Uh, it was remotely controlled, and the test flights took up place under the supervision of Australia's Civil Aviation Safety Authority. So the ultimate goal for the ear speeder and all the aeronautics the former is the racing series the latter is the manufacturer both founded by inner what do you call it? entrepreneur matthew person or person person anyway I
3: can only fly for 10 to 15 minutes yeah oh <laughs> that, that, that's scary right there <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <This> is- <laughs> Uh, next step, according to the Airspeeder website, successful execution of these flights means that uh, uncrewed electronic flying cars, uh, grand prix, will take place in 2021. And yeah, yeah. so it seems like that's there's
3: stupid, though. They are, there's, there's no they sign drone of drone racing. racing. <laughs>
1: well, now you have really big drone racing, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. It's dumb, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. Oh. <laughs> uh... For more entertainment value, I don't know.
3: Yeah, the entertainment is going when they crash into each other. (laughs) Yay! I've
1: been actually, I've been looking into that, and I've been wanting to possibly eventually build a POV drone. Uh Because you obviously buy one from BGI, but those cost like a POV drone, but they're like fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Like, no, I'm good. Thanks, I'll build it myself. (laughs) freaking Christ! Yeah. but like the like and because that's the thing the sensors the headset they're not crazy expensive like if you buy them separately and just build them um obviously if you just want an all-in-one you can go through dgi and i'm sure it's pretty decent because they make really good products mm-hmm. um but they're not like super super expensive it's not a crazy like obviously you need probably a good like close to a thousand dollars to get started but still yeah yeah but it's it, the responsiveness like holy crap like those racing drones. Why I've watched some of those videos, like those guys, like holy. I don't crap. even know how
3: they like uh understand what the hell they're looking at <laughs> when they're moving that fast.
1: Well, they already know the track for the most part, so they know you know what
3: I mean. Yeah, but like it's- even when I'm flying my drone looking at the screen, I still look up to see where it is.
1: Yeah, but these guys are uh the POV drones have like those really nice VR headsets that like lock out like all light pollution coming into your vision everything Mm -hmm. um and the actual controllers hooked to the vr headset
3: yeah no i understand Um, that
1: yeah to allow like almost close to zero display lag it's really close to zero display lag it's so narrow um it's a it's like one to two not even like two milliseconds it's below two milliseconds i know that from watching you literally, you,
3: get, you literally gotta make yourself think like you're playing a video game mm. like a racing video game because yeah it's just oh my god
1: <laughs> yeah but that's pretty much what it is yeah but a lot of these drones i didn't know this they actually a lot of the ones that people make are actually super durable um, oh really and like the inner cages they make them fairly durable and they don't care if like a wit- or like a arm or something breaks off because those parts they make them purposely um so that those parts can be replaced fairly easily um and they're fairly cheap well uh, i, could, like get,
3: the I we- could get the, uh, the arms replacements for, for mine for like yeah 20 bucks it's that yeah exactly camera that was the issue
1: <laughs> yeah well that's the thing well that's the cameras on them aren't so cheap, but they put them usually in little metal cages. They actually, most of the um, DOI, PIV drones, they make use, uh, the most of them use GoPros. So, and that's the only really expensive part, but they usually make sure that's fairly secure. So, if it does actually, like, in a crash or something like that, an arm breaks off or something like that, it's not a big deal. It's I
3: like, almost okay. got one of those ones the gopro drones oh yeah yep. they're, they're so big yeah <laughs> they're really it. big compared to the ones now like mine is it's literally it's 49 grams which is like the 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 the, the law As like if it's under that, that you don't have to get like a license or whatever
1: no no you don't
3: but if i can figure out how to get a a drone pilot license thing i can charge people <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah you want some pictures of the house with the drone here hold on
1: yeah it's big business i've seen like commercials and like there's even a ra- there was a radio commercial like one day i was listening to the radio oh really for a local for a local uh company that does that so it is business it is big business Yeah.
3: and mm-hmm. not I, not many people do it so.
1: no no not too many people do it and i know i, I swear i've been at an events and seen drones and stuff so there's half people are like, recording it for somebody
0: oh yeah, yeah.
1: So, the thing is, though, obviously, they have they must, like, obviously, there are better batteries and stuff, and I've seen POV drones that come with, like, you can actually get way better batteries and stuff that last last way longer.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. I know I've been at, like, some places and watched and people, like, fly the drone for a good, like, half hour or more, and I'm like, holy shit, that's a long time.
3: I just know that when you buy the cheap drones, it's just a pain in the ass. The whole, the Wi-Fi signal shit and all this other crap. Did- oh, uh, you know yeah. what i'm talking about trying to yeah. link your phone to it and uh, no i know it's so annoying the dji one well, just the, works <laughs>
1: well the annoying thing that i found it i have never had too much trouble just linking it works pretty fine linking up but the display lag is so bad mm-hmm. uh when you're trying to pilot it it's like oh uh, yeah it's terrible <clears throat> and you can see why people build their own what what do you call it diy pov drones because mm. if you want if your drone is that far away and you actually want to be able to control it pretty decently with zero lag yeah that's what you want these things with over the like wi-fi it's like horrible
3: well the the little guys i got they can go what two miles away or something i i, I could never fly that far away I'd, oh yeah
1: mine not... goes mine <laughs> goes wicked far but the problem is even uh like a good like i forget how high it up uh almost if it goes up like like five hundred feet or whatnot, the lag it's so bad. Oh yeah, the connection, yeah. Well the, the lag the, the the connection's fine. It moves like on point, but just the display lag is so bad you can't like pay attention to it.
3: Yeah. Cause uh those versions they used to use they used uh Wi Fi to your phone. That's how they connect. Yeah. Yeah. But with the the new ones they don't use Wi Fi. They use like the GPS signal.
1: Well they do they they use a different protocol too.
3: Yeah. Not, but, not like I can't fly that at all in Westerly. What the airport? The DJI oh. literally has a geofence that stops you from flying it at all. My cheap, the cheap ones let you fly it.
1: Oh,
3: but DJI. Oh, so have
1: you have you tried to?
3: Yeah, when I was in Westerly, it wouldn't let me. It's like, no, there's an airport nearby. Yeah, doesn't let you do
1: it. That's weird. Huh. That's, I mean, that's good in a way. It's yeah. aggravating, but that's kind of good in a way.
3: Yeah.
0: What if like, you
1: turn on, what if you turn on like headless mode?
3: That's not an option, I don't believe. It's, oh, it's not, it's not called that at least. Oh. But I don't, th- I don't think it would let me fly it at all. I, ch- I think I tried everything. Huh. Like, I'm wondering if it'll let me fly it in integrate.
1: Oh, maybe yeah because i'm wondering like i don't know if your drone has it. i haven't really looked at all like i know about the DJIs, but i don't know a lot about all the ins and outs of how they work mm. um, a lot of drones have headless mode where you can turn off the gps function of it yeah where it doesn't even see the geofences anymore it, but it doesn't come back to where it came from either if something goes wrong it's just it's where it is is where Well, it with is. the
3: old that's another annoying thing with those to be able to do that you gotta turn it right turn it left flip it upside down oh, do yeah. a cartwheel yeah
1: yeah i know i know oh my
3: god it's just so much to do it it's every time and with like the cheap ones it's just oh it's just a pain in the ass it's like when you gotta change the battery you gotta turn it off you gotta reconnect the wi-fi you got to open the app try and find it this and it's just a it's a pain in the ass oh yeah
1: no i know
3: versus the the dgi you plug the phone into the controller yes so it just works it's just it's great I haven't used it, the new one at all yet. But God, you know PTSD of the crash.
1: <laughs> oh, oh my God!
3: It was awful.
1: You just gotta use it a little more open area.
3: Yeah,
1: it won't be that bad. I still think, uh, she took it.
3: That oh. was the ghost of Mod. She's like you the ain't, coast. You ain't flying no drone.
1: Whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our last topic here real quick The Foundation will debut in April what you it, On Apple TV uh, This September Which we got the first trailer um, And it's too bad I was hoping Grim to be here Because I don't know if he's read this series yet But he's supposed to be reading this soon The absolute best Asimov trilogy ever written One of the best Probably one of the best sci-fi trilogies ever written in history It is so good um, The Foundation trilogy um, And it's finally being brought to Film Well to TV I think they did a long time ago. I think they did a small like made for TV one. It was terrible. Um, And we know this takes, obviously we're going to get a lot bigger portion of the beginning of the book than we did in the book, I think because there's characters in it that are actually don't have very big spots in the beginning of the book, but they seem to have bigger roles in this TV series. Um, So it's before the fall of the empire, um, of the galactic empire. Um, and really quick. So everybody doesn't, doesn't know what the hell I'm talking about foundation. So there is a galactic empire in the beginning and this doctor who has invented uh psycho history has predicted the fall of this empire. And everybody's like, that is impossible like this empire extends the length of the galaxy literally from one end to the other um it's too big to fall pretty much that kind of thing um and yeah the, the the empire does fall um but his thing is he makes he's pushing humanity to make a capsule to preserve all our knowledge because once this empire falls it will be lost and it does and history and it's like this whole big tale history is bound to repeat itself what you forget you will repeat and the empire falls certain civilizations fall from different ends of the galaxy and like thousands of years pass by and some of the people on some of the planets on other galaxies don't even know if there's life at all in the rest of the galaxy when they actually came from the other end of the galaxy and it's yeah it's all this history that's lost it's true uh and that's actually what would actually happen. It's a great, like the great tale of like how we people like are doomed to repeat their own history. If they don't remember it. Yeah. So. The
3: only, like I said before, the only Asimov books that I knew of were his, uh, the ones in the library. The ones <laughs> in the library. No, They're, it's it, uh, it was like a thing of just space books. Like they were called Isaac Asimov's library of the
1: universe. Okay, he might have done something educational. He did a lot of educational stuff in general. It was, it's and he was actually, watch. and he was actually a spokesman for Tandy Computers as well. Um, for yeah, a time looking because... at it,
3: it's like Mars, our mysterious neighbor, uh, our Milky Way and other galaxies, the Sun. You know, there, there's like twenty of them or something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was like obviously that quote that I put on the tower I gave to Johnny is right from Asimov that because that's the big thing he didn't fear technology it was like i don't fear computers i fear the lack of computers mm-hmm. um and that was like a big thing for him and Asimov, he would like write. he he pretty much wrote up until the day he died it silly sucks because he still would have been around to this day probably he was so fucking brilliant and just because some uh, screw up in a blood transfusion that's all it was
3: it's,
1: it's so ridiculous so ridiculous that's how he died Oh, I'm just so so ridiculous. Um, but yeah, it is. I watched an interview once of him. He was like, Well, yeah, I pretty much try to write from when I get up until I go to bed. He's like, Every once in a while, I'll stop and talk to my wife. <laughs> um, yeah, and so he he loved writing, so and he's one of the most prolific sci fi writers to ever live, if not the most prolific sci fi writer to ever live. So I cannot wait for this series to come out in September. Holy crap this is like if any like whole i can't even describe like how much asimov and there's a coworker that's been reading obviously asimov and she's understanding like uh this that older lady that works in uh the claims department and i was like i told you you read asimov she's like yeah you're right <laughs> it's like yeah yeah, it's great <laughs> um and the things he describes like he like the way our future is right now he easily saw it he saw what we are in right now no idea now how or why or what but he did he saw the progression of where technology was going so brilliant absolutely brilliant (laughs) um
3: what hasn't happened that, that, that he predicted
1: like everything the advancements of our technology like iPhones and stuff like that, like these are things that are in his books, like uh tablets, automatons. He wrote the well, so the current laws we have for AI are based on his laws of robotics hmm. from his books. Except it's our ours is a little more lengthy, but the author distinctly said he based it off Asimov's laws of robotics.
3: Has anyone actually written one?
1: Yes. There's the laws of uh, there is the actual laws of robotics that it's official now uh, for ai production for, for AI production, and the author like said the he based, thing. he based it off of Asimov's laws of robotics
3: because it makes sense <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, that's what it is. It makes sense. it's they like must not touch like,
3: humans <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, it's kind of like that like don't harm like you know I mean unless don't harm humans unless they are harming other you yeah. know I mean or for like your kind of
3: military thing. use or something
1: um yeah yeah that kind of thing yeah it's there's a whole other yeah it's crazy so yeah basically people but that's how sci-fi goes people are inspired by sci-fi they end up inventing the things that they read about Mm -hmm. and the most obviously we can see that in our world right now is star trek has been responsible for so many scientists inventing things that we now have nowadays
3: oh yeah you could watch like old star trek and you're like man The equipment they're using is so archaic
1: (laughs) well even down to like even the person that invented like the slide like the automatic doors at grocery stores and stuff that was inspired by star trek oh yeah yeah so it's all from star trek only scary prediction we don't want to happen is in star trek 2026 is when world war three happens oh jesus (laughs) so we don't want that to happen uh so that's the only thing we don't want happening. No. So anyway, this has been the Talking Gaming and Tech podcast. And yeah, I couldn't talk about asthma. I could talk about, I could talk for three hours about asthma, but that's a whole nother discussion. We hope you enjoyed this portion of the Talking and Gaming podcast. We got into a number of topics from gaming, technology, Windows, Alexa, along with a little bit of uh, Scottish history. We gave you a lesson as well. Me and Grim gave you a lesson in Scottish history. <laughs> Apparently, Lex has some recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this has been Talking to Me in Tech podcast. So until next week, where we'll have, I'm sure, more banter about history. So we might have another history lesson for you because that seems what me and Grim go do. So until next week.
3: <laughs> for the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, get teched, everyone. We'll see you next time.
0: Yeah.